Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them. Brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. Hi everyone, welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, Season 4, Episode 14. This episode is airing the day after Thanksgiving, and I'm hoping that you guys are all relaxing and enjoying leftovers or shopping or waiting to shop until Saturday for Small Business Saturdays. However you are planning on this weekend, I really hope that you do take the time to do some self-care, reflect on yourself, and make sure that you guys are all doing well. Today's episode is gonna be a little different, um, but I'll get to that soon. First, I wanted to share again, if you missed it, um, we have, um, it's been already been announced, so I'm thrilled to be sharing it with you, is that I will be at the Readers Take Denver event next year, it's starting on March 30th through April 2nd, and it's going to be a fabulous event. There are over 200 uh, currently authors, and they're working on getting a couple more, a bunch more, I'm not going to lie, a bunch more, and also as well as making sure that we have some narrators that are attending to and the list just keeps growing across the board. Not only am I thrilled to be going to this event, because again, the lineup is freaking fantastic. I mean, you have Sylvia Day, Kristen Ashley, during the Jones. I'm going to be getting a lot of hugs from these ladies and many, many more that are in attendance. And the other thing that I'm really excited about is not only my going as a reader and a listener and a lover of books, but I'm also going to be the official podcast for this event. So between now and when the event occurs, we're going to be chatting with many of the authors and narrators that are in attendance, as well as some other ones that I can't, um, and by other ones, I mean other roles. So if they're not an author and they're not a narrator, hmm, I wonder what, but I cannot say anything as of the moment because we're still in the planning stages and you guys are going to have to deal with me teasing you a little bit, but it's going to be fun. So as the official podcast, we're going to be doing exclusive interviews with the attendees. We're going to be giving you some insider insight information. Insider insight, yes, because this is what Vivi sounds like when she doesn't have a script in front of her and someone talking to her. Apologies. (laughs) Anyways, there's going to be a lot of behind the scenes stuff being shared. We're going to do some insider stuff, exclusive. We're going to be including links to um, the websites for the events where you can still purchase tickets. Make sure you get them because they're going to, they're going hot. And as more and more authors get lined up and more and more people learn about this event, it's going to fly. The information for the website is going to be in the main landing page over at Viviana Enchantress of Books. And I'll make sure that you guys have that in the description below in the podcast information. So yeah, there's just a lot of fun stuff going to be happening between now and, you know, April. (laughs) That's including uh, their regular schedule program as far as, you know, chatting with authors and narrators. Many of them are going to be a part of the event. As I said, we're going to be getting in between more. We'll probably have more episodes versus the traditional one episode every other week. I'm still working on that and trying to figure that out. I learned a lot from being the official podcast at Allure. And this is just going to run so much smoother as with anything that when you learn, things get better, right? And hopefully you guys are not going to get sick of me talking with some of these authors and narrators and are sick of me, period. (laughs) So there's going to be a lot more episodes between now and then, but I'm also going to be doing some other fun stuff. Like I said, behind the scenes, some more insights to other things that are happening. 
And so again, just go check out the events website uh, for Readers Take Denver. Lots more coming on that way. The holidays are literally here. I mean, we usually launch it with Thanksgiving, right? Even though some of us probably do uh, Halloween as well. Um, But I'm sure things are going to be ramping up and the holidays being, you know, whether you celebrate Christmas or Sanhain or any of the other ones that are out there, Hanukkah, and just however you spend your time in this next couple, you know, next month or so, just again, make sure to make time for yourself. But we're going to be doing some fun um, gift ideas for the book lovers. And of course, that's going to be inclusive of our audiobook lovers, because sometimes the stickers don't say it, or sometimes there's not a tote for it or other things, but there's ways for um, our loved ones to give us a gift that is aside from a gift card. I'm not knocking a gift card at all. I love my gift cards and I appreciate them. But there's also something about finding something that is specific to a passion that you have. And listeners are a little sometimes not able to find that. But I have found lots of good stuff. So those are coming down the pipeline too. Make sure to uh, follow us on social media. That information is going to be on the website. I'm going to be including links. So you guys don't have to go hunting for some of these things. We're also entering the award season. We have the Sovas coming out in December, so in a couple of weeks. Um, and then we have the Audis next March of 2023. And those two are the biggest industry-driven award ceremonies out there. Now, we have a lot of other ones that are uh, more along the lines for indie authors and in indie books. But these are also going to start coming up and getting bigger and but the Sovas and the Audis are the equivalent of like the Oscars and the Tony Awards still huge in the industry and getting nominated is huge and speaking of the awards I wanted to call out one book that if you have not yet listened to this you need to it is truly the best book of 2022 that has been released in that year it is a multicast and it's currently up for four sovas. And the title is Man of War by TJ London. TJ has written a fabulous story that literally hooks you from the moment you start listening. And for my eyeball readers, it's the same thing. As soon as you you're, you start reading it, you're going to have that exact same feeling of holy shit. TJ London has won several other sovas in the past and I feel that this year will be no different in that she'll win all four categories, if not at least three at the very least. Otherwise, I'm going to start going, what the hell, people? But anyways, it's up for best voiceover fiction, best romance, best sound, uh, best sound engineer, which is a huge feat because this is a multicast. I'm talking about not one, not two, not three narrators. Um, there are nine, nine narrators. And the engineer, in this case, Danielle, did a fantastic job in making it seem completely seamless as if they were recording in the exact same book. It's also up for Best Casting Director. TJ is such has such a good ear in getting these characters voiced properly and casting was done flawless for this book. I had the pleasure of chatting with TJ and her in full cast in three separate different episodes when we did um, the audiobook month series for you know audiobook loving back in june and again we're going to include those links below because if you had not listened to this stuff it's really golden material between the villains and the heroes the conversation was fantastic tj um was part of all three 
um, roundtables, with including one with herself, just to get into her brain as far as where these stories come from. And again, um, if you have not listened to Men of War, take some time, grab it in your for your library, and take this time to listen to it. The awards are going to be happening in December, and TJ, I wish you the best of luck. You have completely elevated the um, how audiobooks should be done. And your work is seen and known. And again, listeners, truly, it is called, again, it's called Man of War. It is fantastic. In other news, (laughs) I completely fangirled over TJ. Excuse me there. (laughs) But again, it's great storytelling. What I also wanted to share with you guys, something new that we're doing for the podcast is we're going to be airing some of the book, excuse me, some of the episodes. I have books on my head. So we're going to be airing some of the previously uh, published episodes that were done prior to us being an official podcast, airing things across the different platforms, you know, like Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the other fun. Because there's some stuff that, because we weren't up and running at that point uh, fully as a podcast, things are only living either on our website, um, and by we I mean either my, mine's Vivian Enchantress of Books, or Kelly's Books and Kisses, who was my original partner in crime, and I miss her dearly for this series because it's a lot of work, but I love it. Anyways, it's so we're going to be featuring some of these past episodes and re-airing them again so this way it can go to the masses. Basically, you guys are going to get me doing a little bit of an intro, giving some reflection on what was going on prior to this conversation. Many of them were done before Zoom became very popular or even Skype grasp and so we're doing google hangouts and or actually in this episode's case i'm going to be sharing one of my first um, interviews with the Kristen ashley and this was done over at the rt book lovers convention for those that are new to the book world um, and may not know about this a few years ago the rt book lover convention which was romance time was actually a magazine originally And then they started doing conventions and it was the it place to be for, you know, for romance authors and readers to attend. They had both career development uh, tracks for, you know, panels, but they also have a bunch of reader panels with lots of parties and it was over the top fantastic. Unfortunately, uh, after many, many years of doing this, they closed shop. And we haven't had one in about four or five years. So imagine when I was reviewing for Kristen Ashley and I was, you know, I was one of her reviewers and I was one of her initial OGs, as I like to call them, always loved her stuff. And she's at this event and I'm like, hey, do you mind if I interview you? And she's like, sure, of course. And we literally had to find a place that was quiet, which actually wasn't very quiet, as you will tell by when you're listening to the next uh, couple of clips. It was a fantastic time to be there with her and she was so generous with her time as well. And she provided such good coaching for me. I was so nervous and she's like, girl, I'm just like you. And that gave me such a, you know, needed push of confidence. And I always remember her words ever since then, that when I spend time with the authors and the narrators, they're just like the rest of us. They put on pants the same way as we do, um, regardless of how creative that may or may not be. (laughs) But at the end of the day, they are fans of the industry as well, and they're fans of the listeners and the readers. 
So today I'm going to close out with leaving you guys with that interview with um, author Kristen Ashley. She will be attending Readers um, Take Denver next year and we'll be reconnecting with her later on and having another interview to kind of catch up. So I figured this being the first time we do a recap and re-listen of a previous year episode would be great to launch with Kristen, who's also again going to be at Readers Take Denver Everyone, thank you again so much for being part of this passion of mine. I truly, truly love and adore each and every one of you. For those that are Patreons, thank, extra thank you, thank you, thank yous for supporting the podcast. It's it's a passion of mine, but it takes time and effort. And there's a lot more stuff that goes into it that I think many may not stop to think about it. And so those that are supportive of the podcast and myself via the Patreons, it's, you know, you guys get extra goodies from graphics to audio clips to first time knowing in advance and exclusive materials. But I want you guys to know that I truly, truly appreciate every single one of you. Um, For those that want to know more about the Patreon, I will include that information as well in the main landing page. And I hope that you'll join because it's lots of fun and we're growing by the day. And it's such a great community. All right, guys, I'm going to leave you now with Kristen Ashley. Please um, be nice (laughs) in the sense of it was one of my first few times doing a live interview. You guys are going to hear a lot of mistakes and audio noises. I didn't have a mic, but it was going to be so much fun. And it's good to see also how far we've come from these using the iPad, being all nervous and, and helping to set up to doing red carpets and now being the official podcast uh, for not one, but two huge events. And I am thrilled for more stuff that's coming down the pipeline that I can't share with you yet. But as we continue to grow and develop, you guys will continue to be our main focus as the listeners and the book lovers. So again, thank you so much. And until next time, happy listenings. Hello, welcome to Audiobook Lovin'. We're currently filming in April here at the RT Book Lovers Convention, but this will air in June. So welcome. Why don't you let us know a little bit about you and your writing style and your series? Um, well, I'm Kristen Ashley, and I have um, a gazillion series um, and books out. Um, and I've been um, writing for about 15 years and publishing for around eight and um, some of my um, most well-known series are the Rock Chicks, the Colorado Mountain series, the Chaos series, the Dream Man series, the Unfinished Hero series, my Fantasyland, the three, there's more. <laughs> there's some standalones in there, but I've published, I believe, 51 books. Um, by the time this is out, it'll be 52 with Bounty from the Colorado Mountain series coming out. So, um, so I, I, I like writing, obviously. <laughs> Speaking of writing, why don't you tell us a little bit about your writing style? Um, I'm um, I'm what is known in the industry as a pantser. I don't outline or write notes or you know have post-it boards with everything's blocked out. If the inspiration comes to me, it will play like a movie in my head, and I just sit down at my computer and tap out what I hear and what I see, and so that's how I do it. And your um, characters. How do you have a specific kind that you write, or are they depending on the series, or how do you how are your characters? Well, I, I only have um, you know I have I have some some things that I, I do normally. The, the the heroine is always strong, and there's always a family um, around um, somebody, either the hero or the heroine, um, and that family is uh, uh, 
the modern family. It could be blood family, it could be friends, um, or it could be both. Um, and normally the hero is very alpha, very strong, sometimes quite taciturn, um, sometimes they talk too much <laughs> or don't say the right things. Um, so, but that's pretty much it. Other than that, I kind of let them tell me who they are and what they're about and what their histories are and their baggage and their issues and their dreams. Awesome. So June is audiobook month. Many, if not most, of your books are now available via audiobooks. Do you listen to audiobooks in general? Um, I don't. Not in general because I, do, I don't have a, a lot of time. I don't actually read very much um, either. So, um, and I want to um, stop. I want to start doing that. I've been saying that for years, but I am beginning to start finding time to read or making time to read because I love it and I miss it. Um, but um, for, as for audiobooks, I never, until I was approached um, to have my books made in audio, um, produced in audio, I, I didn't really think much about them. A, a lot of people talked about them and how great they were, especially when you have um, like long commutes or you take your walks or you get on the treadmill and you just lose time because you're in this book. Um, and so I... Um, so obviously I started to pay more attention when my books were be, being put in audio. Um, and every once in a while I'll throw on an audio book when I'm on a plane. So I can just kind of, you know, everybody wants to lose time in the plane. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but that's, that's uh, really kind of the only dead time I've had that I've been able to, to try it. So I've, I've, I've decided to try to see if um, walking on the stupid treadmill goes faster. <laughs> Let I me know how that works out. I've, I tend to kind of get lost in the book and then I noticed I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing on the treadmill. So it can be a little anticlimactic yeah. there, you know. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. If you're moving, you're moving. That's you well, might the not same be time sweating going, hmm. or you have your incline up, but you're still moving, so that's something. Yeah, exactly. So you're... Sometimes the authors are part of the process with, um, with the producing of the audiobooks. Um, were you part of your process for your books? Yes. Um, for my traditionally published books, the Chaos and Colorado Mountain and Dream Man series, um, um, uh, Forever chose, selected uh, the narrators. Mm -hmm. uh, for all my independently published books, the Rock Chicks, the Berg series, the Unfinished Hero series, we're putting the Fantasyland series um, uh, into, we're putting all my books into audio. All of them are being produced now. Um, um, I I select the narrator. And how do you go about that process? Like, well, they give me. Well, now I, I actually know a number of them. So if I I know the narrator and I feel like they'll work for the heroine because they're they're women. They're usually women. Um, I'll just say really, you know, Susanna Jones is going to work for this. Um, 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 and sometimes Audible will make suggestions to me uh, for the fantasy land they just picked my narrative they're like this person is going to do great and I went in and I listened to her samples and I'm like I, yeah I don't even have even have to audition anybody I don't have to sit here anybody else she's perfect but a lot of time it, you go through a lot because especially um because you know the character better than anybody and you and since they the, my um, books play like movies in my head her voice is really strong and so I know exactly what she sounds like. And it's hard in the billions of people in the world to find somebody with that voice. And um, the one that um, really, uh, the, the narrator, and I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but the, the, the lady that narrates for you, um, I went in and listened to the sample after it was, um, it was released, and I started crying because she was so perfectly Feb Owens. She was just Feb. 
And so it was a really emotional moment because it was like, even just in a voice, she was brought to life. And it was cool. It was very cool. <laughs> so you do listen a little bit, if anything, to the ones that are your books from a narrator perspective from once, once they're done being produced and they're out. Yes, yeah. A little bit. Awesome. Some, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it's hard because you... you They're your books. <laughs> well, yes, and, and, um, and, and, and you'll, you... It's just, it's just an un, it's unusual because part of the imagination process is taken away. So if you're not used to listening to audiobooks, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to get into them from my standpoint if they're mine. I'm sure it'd be different if I was listening to somebody else's. Mm -hmm. But because that narrative voice is so strong in my head, mm -hmm. I have to have time to settle in. That's true. So your latest release, Bounty, which is a book number seven in the Colorado Modern series, released in April 18th. Tell us a little bit about the book and the series. Well, um, the series is, is uh, it kind of organically became about second chances, um, sometimes for the heroines, um, mostly for the men, um, but it's set in a, a uh, three towns, fictional towns in the Colorado mountains. So these are small towns, away from the hustle bustle of the city. Um, um, you know, not not a lot of traffic. Not you know, no malls closed or anything like that. So there, there's a lot of insularity there. There's a lot of locals that, that have kind of become family, and you know, of course, crazy things happen. You know, there's killings and kidnappings and serial killers and all sorts of stuff where um, folks have to um, find their way through that as they find their way together. Um, Bounty is not um, a lot of high drama like that. It's, it's, a, it's a slow burn book. Um, I'm not known for my slow burns and it was really fun to create a relationship um, with two people that have very sparking chemistry but they, for one reason or another, they refuse to let themselves be together. In this case, it's the hero that refuses to go there with the heroine. So it takes a little time for, and then something happens, something dramatic happens, and you know, it all, it, it all comes together. <laughs> you get this spark in your eye when you're talking about the books and stuff. It's like, ooh, the reader's like, we want it now. Um, so um, with this being book seven, can these be read as a standalone, or must they be read in, in order, or? I, I try very hard to make sure every book, even in a series, is a standalone book. Okay. But I will say that to, to get the most of the series, mm -hmm. you, you should read them in order. Because okay. I, don't, I don't divorce myself from the other characters in the series, okay. so, um, including the secondary characters. So you, you will get a dose of people that you've come to know and hopefully love mm -hmm. throughout the series. And, um, and so you'll see um, past couples having babies and moving on in their careers and, you know, moving into new houses or whatever it is that happens. But, yeah, I try very hard to make it so if somebody just sees one and they pick it up, mm -hmm. they'll ha they'll have a good experience just with that one book. Yeah. And then hopefully want to go back. That's what I was going to say. Usually yeah. what happens is they'll pick it up and then they'll run back and go, oh, my God, I must eat it up. I mean, devour. I mean, start the series <laughs> and start over again. So we're in June um, yes. at this point. Um, what comes next after B uh, Bounty? Well, I'm working on the f um, finale of my um, Fantasyland series. It's kind of turning out not to be the finale, but um, I'm writing Franca and um, Knox's story, and um, I don't know when I'm going to be releasing that because it's taking a lot longer to write it than I expected, but um, I'm happy with that because I'm enjoying it, but I want to make sure. It's a finale of a series, and you really need to 
I need to spend time with them, and I need to make sure that what I give my readers is going to be a satisfying experience. So any finale I write always takes a little bit longer because I just want to make sure that there's a sigh at the end rather than, a, oh, I wish there was something else that happened there or whatever. So, but I will be um, doing, um, and this, this one, my Fantasyland series is uh, all about heroines going to a parallel universe that is very different from ours, you know, with dragons and people go around in sleighs and, and on horseback and stuff like that. And so this time the heroine is coming to our world. And you know, learning how to use a phone and order pizza and things like that. That's an interesting And it's very fun to do that. I was kind of thinking it's kind of be boring, but it's really fun because you don't really it's, understand how advanced we are. You know, she's even fascinated by how beer, you know, bottles of beer are in a our cardboard car carrier because she's never seen that before. So it's really cool to be in her shoes and, and seeing from her perspective. But there's a there's one dangling character that I was going to write. Um, um, a, a romance alongside Franca and Knox, but I've decided that I like her too much and I like the romance too much to give her short shrift in this book. So I'm going to give her an, uh, probably a pretty long novella that'll come out next year. And then we'll say goodbye okay. to that series. Awesome. So that's from that. Any other books that are, I know that you're working on a BDSM, was it? Uh, yes, I have, a, I have a, a book coming out. It's called The Deep End. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to start a series, um, and it's, it's a, a departure from, for me because um, there's a, I feel that sex is an important part of a romantic relationship, so I don't shy away from that, and, and, and um, my books are, are pretty steamy already, but this is a different um, situation because they instead of sex being part of um, a relationship that's growing, um, and and then this and then the sex gets better and better as as the hero and heroine get to know each other. This this relationship grows through the sex, and so it was really I loved writing it because it was very very different. But it is very steamy. It's pretty hardcore uh, BDSM. It's an alpha sub. So um, and so that's a uh, yeah. You're making a yeah, face. Yeah, I'm going. Well, it's it's interesting. You know concept and idea and I'm going when will it be out and okay <laughs> I, th I, I think it's coming out in March <laughs> and we'll soon be having a lot more information about it okay. um, cover releases and things like that and right now in my head there's three books in the series mm -hmm. and I, I love it I read um, I've been playing around um, and not publishing alpha sub stories with dominant um, mm -hmm. heroines um, and and just not having the courage to to go for it and then I read Joey W. Hill's Natural Law mm -hmm. which is a phenomenal book and um, and 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 she just handled it so well in her embrace for uh, as a writer for her readers you're very safe in places you don't think you would be safe she mm -hmm. keeps you very safe and I hope that I, I have managed to um, I, I've managed to give that to my readers with the deep end because um, she led me through that a story that was very sexy and um, with gr uh, great characters but you know there were you know, that's a different world that I'm used to and it's a different book than I'm used to and and I felt her holding my hand the whole way so I'm kind of hoping that I do that for my readers too I think you do I've, I love your unfinished hero series and those heroes are very hardcore in what they believe in and how they live heroines are also very strong but I trust you as an author and that's Thank something you. welcome and so I know that what I'm reading it's because you know what you're doing and then I'm, I'm again trusting and I loved all of them and the way that you ended the series as well 
was just phenomenal. Closed all the loops, did all the stuff, and I'm going, I'm so sad that it's <laughs> over. But, you know, it's never really truly over. One day you can come up and say, you know, five years from now, the kids are 10 or, you know, however that comes up, whatever's going to come next. You never know. You can always revisit. And that's the thing that I love about the audiobooks is that I can always, I'm like, I need a night. I want to hear him again because, <laughs> you know, cubicle world can be a little boring um, at the day job. And so I can always, you know, put on my earbuds and I can listen to the books again via audio instead of, you know, and multitask. And so that's always a good thing. Thank you so much for taking the time. Well, thanks, for, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so I greatly appreciate it. And I am excited about all the stuff that's coming out. So greatly appreciate it. love it. Oh, I'm right. sure you will, and more to come. You guys will be able to get more information on what's coming um, at the end of the post. Thank you. Thank you to all of our audiobook-loving podcast Patreon. Special thanks to Nixley Zenner, Carol Liebner, Brittany Robinette Leiter, Don Darch, Michelle Bastard, Brandy Schmidt, April Branson. The Audiobook Loving Podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive benefits including early access to episodes, shoutouts, special exclusive content, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobookloving. We thank you for your support. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, hosted by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. For links and more information discussed in today's episode, previous podcasts, or the Audiobook Lovin' series, please visit our website, vivianaenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening.